Nick is Nick. Nick song. Like it, one word. So Nick in one word. Yeah. Hmm. To be honest with you, I have zero idea. When I think of Nick, I just I can't do two. I can't do two words. What if it's a compound? Self-congratulatory. Look at me, I'm great. Or look at me, I suffer. I should get that out up front. Nick was the first student in my 14 years at Exeter. Who hardworking? That's what it is. It's hardworking. It's hardworking. Let it bump, though. Okay, so this is like the fourth time I'm trying to record this. My name is Nick Long. I'm a 18-year-old high school student. You know, I remember coming back from an interview at one of these colleges that I was visiting over the summer. It lasted about 20, 30 minutes. I walked out of that interview just feeling like crap. Not necessarily of how the interview went. It was as good as an interview would get. It's in that time you're supposed to condense your entire life into just like a few bullet points. There's this one question, what is the best way to capture yourself? I struggled a lot with this. Kept on thinking about this idea of looking extrinsically to look inward. These relationships that I have with people around me, my friends, I realized that's how myself is best represented by how they think of me. Nick is unapologetically himself. That's just all there is to it. Um, whenever you see him, he'll probably have a new interest or a new hobby that he's super excited to tell you about. Not all of them are practical uh once he once he said he bought a lock picking set or a hammock and um i'm still not sure if he uses the lock picking set but i know that his hammock is installed in his room right now but then there are also the other interests he'll talk about that are like music production um or being the sound guy for Ori's videos it's just really interesting to see how limitless his interests are. The fact that he actually t takes the initiative to really understand and research the topics at hand, like he just really wants to learn and he actually takes steps to feed his curiosity. That's not something a lot of people have the work ethic or um, motivation to do and the fact that Nick can find that motivation, the fact that he has a natural inclination to be proactive is um, something I find really admirable. Yeah, Nick is a, he's a hard worker, definitely hard working. And that's how you know he's working hard because he's sweating all the time. And like I said, whenever I needed somebody, he'd be there. That'd be the man, the number hard one working. guy on my team most of hard the time working. because he was very reliable. And he, he knew his Definitely craft, you know, he knew how to be the audio guy. He knew how to be the boom operator that I needed. I didn't have to tell him pretty much anything, um, which is which is the best feeling um, you could possibly have as a director. I remember him saying that he was going to make a podcast like a year or so ago. Like he he just sort of vaguely said like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in that sort of realm of media. I don't think I've ever been more proud of someone than when I saw that he posted the first episode of This Exonian Life on Facebook. He was also really humble about it. He didn't go around telling everyone and their mom, like, oh, look at me, I'm making a podcast. He just did his work, 
and produced what he worked towards. And that's just the kind of guy he is. I first met Nick Song in January of 2017 when he entered my 11th grade English class with a determination to uh, take every assignment that I offered to the students and transform them into something that suited his passions. And I am really full of admiration for the way in which he did that. Um, we have a tradition of writing a profile of a classmate and then using that as an experience that feeds into writing a profile of a professional. And Nick was the first student in my 14 years at Exeter who has decided to do it as a podcast. That was entirely his choice. He had the technical ability and skill to do that. And more importantly, he had the passion and drive to make that happen for himself. It ended up being an enormously successful project. I'm really interested to see where this kid's going to go with his life and his future career. I'm hoping his is a name that's going to become familiar to us. I was with Carolyn and we had been in the library basically for most of the day. I think it was a Sunday or a Saturday. And I had been working on um, studying for this AP biology test I had on Monday, as well as some stuff for my history class. So I was kind of swamped by work. And I told Carolyn before we walked into the dining hall, okay, we're gonna go in there for 10 minutes. We're gonna grab a really quick bite to eat. And then we need to go back to the library so I can keep studying. We walk in and I'm already completely stressed out. So I'm not even really that hungry, but I still force myself to put food on my plate and all that stuff. So Carolyn and I are trying to find a place to sit down. I hear someone over at the corner of the dining hall saying, hey, Louisa. And so I immediately knew that it was Nick because every time I see Nick either in class or on the path going to classes or going to the field to work out, he always says hi to me and it always really makes my day. I go and sit down with them with Carolyn. We start talking and I'm really stressed out. So at first I'm just thinking about biology, a bunch of facts are swarming my head and a bunch of the stuff that I had to study for. Suddenly, as we're talking, it's just the conversation was so interesting. It's, it wasn't even a conversation about politics or something really amazing going on in the world. It was just chit-chat and just small conversations about a multitude of stuff. As I start to join into the conversation, I start to forget about all the stress that I had, of the tests I had coming up, all the essays that I had to write, how much I had to read for English. And it ended up that we talked for about two hours in the dining hall. I left that conversation or just that meeting with them. I just felt relaxed and I was able to get back to my studying. I did really well on everything that I did that weekend. When I think of Nick, I just think of this great guy who just, one of his purposes when he sees someone is just to make them feel relaxed and to make them laugh. And I really, really like that about him. And I really hope that we remain friends senior year. I was at the lowest point of my junior year at school. I would show up to dinner every night, just more and more of a mess. Like I was descending into delirium. I was not sleeping. Eventually, we started talking. I would kind of complain to him, just because he was the person next to me. I didn't know him at all, but I started to complain to him. And he was actually really helpful because he is a really good listening, kind person. 
I don't know how it happened, but we laughed for an hour straight. Eventually what we did, instead of writing our 333s, was choosing a random book off the shelf, writing a conspiracy theory about the 333, putting it in the book, and leaving the book on the shelf for a future student writing their 333 to find in the hopes that it would make them feel better. It was the first time where we kind of had the chance to step back and zoom out and say like, hey, it's just one paper, it's not that big a deal. We were both just not worried about anything in that moment and I felt like I could really be myself and just embrace my horrible sense of humor. <laughs> it also applies to serious things. Like I know I can come to him with any problem and he won't judge me for it. So one time I was FaceTiming with my mom in my dorm room. We were in our typical argument about whether extra was worth it. I felt like extra was the best decision of my life. And she felt like leaving home in ninth grade was too early. It's kind of dumb for us to still be arguing about it. But even up till senior year, we were arguing whether the decision was worth it. And I hear this knock at my door. I go and open it, and Nick is there. He wanted to hear the news I had about Carnegie Mellon. That day, I was accepted into their computer science program. I was really happy. I told him I got in, and he was just so excited. He like gave me this big hug, and was like, dude, that's awesome, but a lot more loud. <laughs> He keeps congratulating me and he's just so much unbridled enthusiasm in his response. It was like happier than I was. My mom from the phone hears all this. He leaves. I go back to the phone with my mom and she's like, I think I understand why you like Exeter so much. It's like the one time that she was ever convinced that Exeter like was worth it. Or maybe she wasn't even convinced it was worth it, but she, I think, finally understood how much friends can mean. I don't know if you ever realized how impactful he was in changing my mom's perception of Exeter. He's really the epitome of the great Exeter friend. His enthusiasm for everyone and everything will take him a long, long way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hope that works, Nick. Definitely a lot longer than I intended it to be because I'm procrastinating my own college essays. But Nick, I'm sure you will find a way to edit this down to size.